Yo, yo, peddlers, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Norby, and I hope you enjoy this next episode. Thanks a lot for joining me on this episode of the podcast. I would like to actually get started with kind of understanding a little bit your background, where you're coming from business-wise, personally as well, potentially, and and how you got into paddle in the first place. Sure. Really, really good um, good to meet you, and, ha- and thanks for having me. My name is uh, Christopher Granfeld, and basically my background story is that I've been a tech entrepreneur for uh, over 20 years. I've, I've not worked with paddle for so many years. Uh, my entry to paddle was basically three, well, actually four years ago. And uh, while I were, was working on my one of my uh, tech projects, I met a colleague that is named Magnus, and he had a had he had a really good idea. We were at a booming stage of paddle in in Sweden, where no kids basically were able to play paddle because uh, all the arenas. It was really tough to get a a, a paddle court time, and it, the only slots that were open was nighttime or very okay. very early mornings. Okay, that was during the pandemic, or when was that? That was actually just before, <clears throat> but then of course it got even worse during the pandemic yeah. because uh, the only sport in Sweden that was allowed during the the corona was paddle. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that or we heard about that because my main job is running a, a paddle center and we had to close down for about seven months. Nobody yeah. could play paddle, but we heard that in Sweden, it's just going crazy and, and the paddle is going even more crazy because that's the only sport you can play. So that was great for paddle, I guess, in Sweden. Yeah. And so so when when since I work in that environment, uh, I'm the founder of, of a, a innovation center called Epicenter. We basically have like tech entrepreneurs with scale up companies meeting larger companies. And there is a great innovation space. But when my colleague came up and said, I have an idea because why does it have to be so tough to build and construct a yeah. paddle arena or paddle courts and from that basically it was all about challenging the way courts are built today and see if there were if there were ways to make it a little bit easier and that basically basically led to instant (laughs) paddle because what instant paddle is 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 basically a court where you don't need major ground construction and sometimes you don't need construction at all the changes we did sorry how's that possible going into that just going into detail already on that so because I've built some paddle courts as well myself. So I know what it takes to build a normal paddle court. It's not great. Why is that? Or how how do you guys make that happen? Yeah. So basically, there's two things. Apart from the construction uh, we have is that the floor you're usually using is mondo grass, which uh, is one type of floor that needs a lot of sand and you need mm-hmm. a base. Whereas you also use glass panels and only the glass panels weigh around 250 kilos. Yep. They're heavy. Uh, and what we did basically is that we changed the Mondograss to a floor that is from US called VersaCourt floor. It's a plastic clickable floor assembling on like a 45 minute. You can okay. assemble it. 45 minutes, the whole court. Uh, the whole court. Wow. And if you look at the glass panels, we changed to polycarbonate. Mm-hmm. And the polycarbonate only weighs 90 kilos per panel. Okay. And this means that four people can assemble our court in four to six hours. Okay. Wow. That's uh, uh, game changing, it, I guess. It's a game changing. And also, if you look at the construction of the court, we have 
legs on the side yep, to I've seen those, yep. make sure that the whole construction is robust. Okay. And there were through the factory that we contacted regarding our, our idea, there was three major factors. Like, first of all, it needs to be a safe, robust construction. Second of all, we <coughs> need to have functionality of being able to you know, move the court and transport the court. Mm -hmm. And the third most important element was the game experience. Mm -hmm. And when we got our court, the first court to Stockholm in March 21, mm -hmm. we were both very amazed that we actually succeeded to come up with an idea that created such a good game experience, even okay. though you have the plastic floor with the Versa court and polycarbonate. Okay. Um, so the gaming, the play to, to play on these courts is almost 100% similar to playing on a normal court, actually. Yeah. So if you look at the, the, the position we have, it's all about, you know, enabling paddle to all anywhere mm -hmm. and everywhere. Yep. Yep. And it's about moving on to recreational players to get them to try out the sport, mm -hmm. play and have fun with the sport. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the 3% of the old WPT players, yeah. um, they require a certain bounce, a certain speed, sure. both in floor and, and wall. Sure. But our target group, which is the dominant major one, they don't have the same requirements. They want to play paddle yeah. and have fun. Yeah. So when it comes to the bounce, we have a bit more better bounce than you have with the Mondograss, depending on which, which venue you are at. Okay. And the polycarbonate, if you are a pro player and you smash it you know, from the serving line, you will, of course, notice that it's not kicking back mm -hmm. exactly the same as glass. Okay. But... But it doesn't affect the game experience. So okay. today we have had over 100,000 people playing our courts. Wow. And okay. the response is overwhelmingly positive. <coughs> and people are actually really liking the floor. It takes five, 10 minutes for them to get used to it because yeah, sure. everything, as soon as you come up with something new, you will always get questions beforehand. Sure. But when people, you know, walk into the court and start playing, they are really, really positive about the outcome. Very few even talk about the polycarbonate. You know, they they, they don't even... They don't even notice it, it, basically. No, basically okay. not. And okay. the, the ones that do, some some people like it better when it's slower off the glass, yeah. and some people may, may, don't, may, may not, but they adjust. Because sure. as more elite player you become, as more you can adjust. Just like if you look at tennis, you have grass courts, you have clay courts, yeah. you have indoor courts. So today, and also in Spain, you have uh, glass panels or you have concrete walls, right? Yeah, it's all about adjusting. Old school, old school courts are concrete, right, still. Exactly. So pending the fact that we dared to change some of the materials, we all of a sudden got a product that is really portable. Okay. Like all the manufacturers today offers a mobile kit. It, but yeah. it's still a lot of construction that is yeah. needed to, to actually have it. But yeah. right now, if you come to a tennis court, we put it up in four or six hours and you don't have to do anything. And okay. that is a very, for us, game changer because okay. just during 22, we have had over uh, 80 installs mm -hmm. in 10 countries. Mm -hmm. And like people are truly like really happy about the product. Okay. And do you, do you, because of the side legs and the back legs, right on the, on the outside of the court, you, do you need to um, drill holes into the ground or not at all? That just stays by itself? No. So the, so the plates, the plates on the legs, like uh, if, if they're connected and have contact with the ground, mm -hmm. they are robust. You okay. don't move. So okay. that's why it's of course 
uh, even for so an pallet, it's important yeah. that you have a flat, hard surface, right? Yeah. But uh, as soon as the plates are onto the ground, you can't move it. Okay. Uh, for some windy occasions, like when by the beach or high up in the mm -hmm. mountain or the grass, uh, like mm -hmm. sort of rooftops, you can semi-anchor it by drilling it okay. in, in, or you can put weights on it. Okay. okay. So there are ways to semi-anchor it, but uh, for normal conditions, you don't need to. Okay, cool. That's that's really interesting. I'd, let's go into then some of the projects and some of the uh, experiences that you have had specifically some some cool um, locations. I'm sure you've had some of them already. Sure. So let's talk about that. And yeah. after that, maybe go into some future projects if you can, uh, if there's anything that you can mention. Yeah. The, the funniest part right now for us, now that we have the product and it got proven and uh, we have people that actually really likes it, mm -hmm. is that it opens up for so many new interesting projects. Mm -hmm. For instance, we say that if you have a chance to do a permanent court and you have the permit, you have the budget to do the mm -hmm. cost, uh, groundwork, whatever, we say do it. Mm -hmm. But we have learned that in Europe and also in Australia and other parts of the world, there are so many locations where you don't get permits. Okay. So therefore, as an example... <laughs> We, we got into Glen Eagles. So Glen Eagles in Scotland is a prominent golf club yep. and they want to try out paddle, but they didn't want to start off by destroying their tennis courts and sure. heavy construction. So we put two courts at their tennis courts, just mm -hmm. flat on, mm -hmm. borrowing their tennis courts. Mm -hmm. And they had a great success with it, have now moved them inside for the for the autumn and winter. Okay. And now they're, now they're planning to do more with paddles. So that's a great sort of way of how, how we have worked as a forerunner, yep. enabling them to learn more about paddle and, yep. and, 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 and then do uh, a, a futuristic sort of plan. Okay, so basically Secondly, for tennis clubs, tennis clubs who are looking to, to try it out, see if people have interest, they can put one of your courts in there easily. And yep. then if they don't like it, then they move it out of the yeah. way. If they like it, yes. then they move it. Yeah, and, th and there's a lot of politi politi polit political um, uh, discussions because mm -hmm. the senior members or a lot of members at tennis yeah. clubs yeah. are sometimes very reluctant to the new sport, whereas yeah. half of the member side, uh, if they're younger or older, doesn't matter. They are like, hey, let's invite a new sport like we did with squash in the yeah. 80s, right? Yeah. So we we are we are getting into sites and places where we don't have to they don't have to make so many decisions permanently yeah. they can actually That's great, uh, try it on and learn and get <clears> the <throat> ones that are reluctant to become more positive yeah no that's great that's a great idea actually. Uh, we also got invited by soho club babington in london okay uh, where whereas they now have i think it's a two year because they don't know how long permit they have and mm -hmm. that's why it becomes you know tough for them to to make that type of permanent decision mm -hmm. but we have two courts there which is of course really fun because it's a great crowd to be seen and 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 you know for a brand building purpose sure. but if you take that as a another uh, you know type of example because it's not about us being towards the high end market mm -hmm. uh, it's more about also unlocking dead community areas okay. one example in stockholm for instance you had an old parking lot under a bridge and mm -hmm. we suspect people during the night walking around and it was like dark area right but then the Due to the fact that we could have our, our instant paddle courts there, 
on a season-based level. Yeah. We put three courts on that parking lot and turn it to a family-oriented fun activity center Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. a focus paddle. Okay. So what we are working with is with communities and school, how to unlock dead community areas. With real estate companies, how to give back or awake... um, a sort of social uh, fun and health to their living areas. Yep. Yep. We, we can work with hotel and <clears throat> recreational areas to add something. I mean, a golf club or an hotel, they, they would happy, be happy to have a paddle court, but they don't know if they can have it all year round or what yep. they're going to do the next two years with that area. Yeah, basically, so, you're supporting these, these communities and the, the hotels and, and the clubs to try it out, add value to their clubs with taken less risk as as if they were to buy two courts or two normal courts, yeah. right? Yeah. And and in many cases we have before we have become market builders like forerunners who enable paddle, but also that a lot of these courts that we do sell, they stay. Mm-hmm. They stay for a purpose because they have uh, become a very good interesting spot okay. for and they don't change uh, it to they don't change it to regular courts or do they no you know so, generally so some, so some of the projects uh <laughs> will we, we'll do that most likely in the future mm-hmm. especially entering uk now and australia okay. uh, we have many projects similar to that but in sweden there's many permanent places uh as well because in your court uh-huh. uh, for, for permits reasons as as soon as you can say that you can also remove it it's they 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 handle the permits more easier mm-hmm. than saying okay. that hey I want this ten year lease forever and I'm gonna yeah. do all the ground construction so yeah. it, it, it depending it, it depends from the market to market from country to country sure. sometimes from person to person but another example is in Germany where our local distributor Pavel Box they closed the deal together with the Hockey and Tennis Federation okay. They have, on and off season, they have so many locations in different communities okay. where you can all of a sudden activate, for instance, the tennis courts that are not being used so much. Okay. Like somehow it feels like we are we can be part of many projects where we basically say that do your inventory of space where you can't build a traditional court for numbers reason, you now have a great alternative to check out instant paddle possibility. We're moving in paddle more to the central side of things because in Europe, you always have to take a drive like 10, 15 or 20 minutes to a warehouse. But all of a sudden with our solution, you can become centralized. So we can have a lot of courts in the city center. So you can actually go to play paddle instead of always have to drive to play paddle. Okay. Cool. Ah, that's that's pretty. Actually, I, when I first I heard about you guys, I think at our club someone mentioned your company, and then and then I started looking into it, and I thought it was it was pretty cool. But now that you're mentioning it, it, it is really cool way to grow the sport. And I think right now every well most most people who are in the sport, my goal, your goal is is to grow the sport first, right? Right now yeah. we're you're still still at the very beginning. That's the reason I'm doing the podcast. That's the reason, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that's that's great. That's a great way to to grow the sport. So yeah. I thought it was very interesting now that you're mentioning all these all these cases and all these interesting things. My mind is going boo boo boo, but that's that's great. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and the thing is also, I mean, with, with with the Westfield experience in London, I mean, in the center of London, yeah, largest Europe shop, largest <clears throat> shopping center in Europe, 
And in one year and a half, a lot of different court types was presented, but they were not allowed due to many restrictions. Okay. We got, we got, we got, uh, we got granted in three weeks. Okay. In a, in a uh, mall, in a shopping mall, in the middle of a shopping yeah. mall in London. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was with Andy Murray and a lot of prominent players. Yeah. And it was a huge global success because okay. everybody knows about that type of uh, yeah. activity with it. And okay. that helps, you know, the paddle as a sport to grow as well. Of course. Of course. Of course. 100%. Okay. Very cool. And I mean, we haven't talked about it. Now that leads into my next question or, or topic that would be so far, I mean, you mentioned tennis clubs, a mall in, in London, golf clubs. Who are your main target audience so far and in the future? Are we talking about private people? Have you have you, have you you done any private, so rich people kind of things or more maybe city councils or about the tennis clubs or golf clubs? Yeah. So so what's happening right now, since we are pretty young still, but we're mm -hmm. getting recognized, uh, mm -hmm. we're getting, you know, enough proof points that people now start to really validate us as okay. a, a, a really good player. The most talks we have now is with larger operators that wants to force, um, speed up the growth of paddle and use it as an addition way. For example, it takes like one year and a half to build an arena. Mm -hmm. But during that one year and a half, they understand that they can actually use us to build up a community and the interest mm -hmm. in paddle. Okay. So the occupancy rate gets faster <clears throat> on a high on a higher level when they open. When they open, yes. Um, yeah. And then also we have uh, lots of talks with retailers as well as real estates because there are a lot retailers of retailers meaning shop uh, shopping malls or yeah, like basically real estate companies, but okay. that has a retail problem or okay. that has a lot of space due to different facts of the way oh, they can right uh, now. they can rent it properly okay Okay, yeah, and they, and they all of a sudden have a lot of space, but they don't necessarily want to become an arena, but they want to strengthen their offering mm -hmm. of creating ex activities around their own premises. Okay. We're having also not so many private persons, to be honest, um, those few, because you do, you do need a pretty much space, yeah. but they can they can usually build a permanent court. Okay. You know, so there's there's no private sector that we are like talking to every day. Mm -hmm. It's more about schools, municipals, a different type of, of govern, govern to, I mean, now that they see us and especially in the UK, there's so many spaces that okay. is not used correctly and they want to really get kids in and families to try okay. out the sports. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So the next question would would lead into um, how can I or how can the community of the listeners help you guys reach some people or or help coming some projects and business your way? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it would be great uh, for people to join our communities at social media, of mm -hmm. course, mm -hmm. uh, on Insta and, and LinkedIn and Facebook or whatever, just to show you know basically follow what we're doing because we have. A lot of cool, interesting projects that, you know, if you like it, you can you can share it and you can tag people. You yeah. can just spread the word. And I think also it's about when you're out there and you are an entrepreneur, you love, you're passionate about the sports and you want to do things. Don't stop by getting turned down because of permits. Look an extra way to see how you can also contact us and see mm -hmm. if there's a potential through us. Okay. So the, the yesterday's no to a landing or to a land or to an aerial space is uh, today maybe or yes. Yeah. Thanks to Insta Paddle. Okay. So, I mean, be part of the <clears throat> paddle movement. We are basically working with, with everyone. We are 
having one rule at the company that's non-asshole policy. Okay. Uh, we want to have fun. We want to build with passion, and we want to make sure that everyone gets to to game to play the game of paddle. Sure, of course. Okay. And one actually important thing that I kind of that's going back into into the setup and and stuff like that. So if I were to order one today, what would yeah. be the timeline? Yeah, until so I we have, have it in my backyard. Yeah, so we we have invested in a in a large stock in factory in Alicante mm. in Spain. So basically, it's all about the transport company okay. that uh, can send the truck from Alicante to the address, okay. and then uh, it's about build up. So I would say uh, one to three weeks, okay. depending on where you are in Europe. Yeah, you can have a cord. Okay, very cool. That's that's not yeah. long at all. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I'm actually pretty excited to to be, to be chatting with you about this because it's I, I have the feeling that it's it's actually gonna um, help grow the sports tremendously, and I think it's a great idea you guys started and and brought to life. Let's finish with one last thing that I would be very interested to hear. You mentioned you have an entrepreneurial background. You've you've built businesses before. You have a a great co-working space or a hub where people with startup ideas come and work and and you yeah. you can have them with the area what was what have been some of your learnings and lessons throughout your career as an entrepreneur um that you can share to a younger generation yeah. to help them if they would like to be self-employed or entrepreneurs as well yeah so my number one would be do than just thinking so if you have an idea trust your idea and start it out you know, try it out. You never know where you land. When I started Instant Paddle, I had no clue that it was going to be uh, this success. This was a fun project at start. We were curious, but we did something that helped us. We did it. And then we can scale from there. And we have changed a lot of things during the way. And we are getting and we're learning every day. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be sort of curious. You do before you not only just think it, do it. Another thing I would say is make sure that you are surrounded by great people that you really like and trust. Uh, don't think money on try to have quick wins. There's no, very, very few that make quick wins. Building up a business, whatever you do, it's always going to take time. But I mean, you might as well just have fun, you know, during that time. So don't take shortcuts. Do it uh, and gather people that are basically supporting the things or skills that you yeah. don't have, yeah. but make sure that they're no assholes. Yeah, that's very important. All right, so have fun, do it, don't think, do it, and yeah, um, enjoy. Yeah, 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 and, and, and collect your dream team and, and be open and be open to change along the way. But I mean, you you will always re regret if you don't do it. Right, it's that's what they say, and that's what I try to kind of live by a little bit you you regret the things you didn't do not the things that you did do most of the time sometimes exactly. you regret the things you did do as well sometimes but uh, not not more you regret more the things that you didn't actually do yeah and sometimes also to gather too much information and get stuck mm -hmm. can scare you away because if i would have known how how tough this was yeah when it comes to all the things that i didn't control supply chain and getting everything together i, I might have not follow it through but yeah. sometimes i think it's good to be naive but always also curious about uh, turning into an expert so yeah. the trap the travel between the journey between being naive curious but then make sure to become an expert is a very fun journey if you're connected with uh, connected with the right people yeah, that's great advice. And I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And hopefully the younger listeners and and the people who, who are also thinking of opening their own business and, and doing something, whether that's paddle or whether it's anything else, they'll, they'll take that into consideration. And for me, it's definitely a 
the doing part is definitely one of the most important for me as well because without that it's it's impossible and i appreciate yeah. that so yeah yeah and i and, and i'm open i mean people can contact me i i i love meeting people i love okay. ideas i know exactly when i can give advice or not or if i know know anybody but i mean it's it's, it's about collaboration and you know yeah. basically giving and sharing i think that's the key instead of you know block people off so if you Definitely. if you really have a good idea don't hesitate to contact me all right awesome that sounds good we'll put i'll obviously put uh, your credentials and instant paddle into the the video and into the podcast when yeah go. but uh christopher thanks a lot for joining me on this episode of the podcast and yeah hopefully we can actually keep in touch and and i think instant paddle has a pretty good chance of being a, a big success and i'm looking forward to supporting that if i can in any way yeah yeah i mean really really nice uh and, and really nice talking to you i enjoyed it this this was my first podcast so you always have to have your first one right so definitely. this is a good start definitely yeah i'm happy yeah. i could be your first one on this one <laughs> awesome <laughs> no, no, that's right. cool. thanks yeah. a lot i i mean take care I man I will cut the, the the podcast now in in the in the real time. But yeah, um, again, thanks a lot, Justin. Just between the two of us as well, to 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 that you you did this, and I'm I'm glad I could be the first one. But yeah, let me know if there's anything I can help. I'll I'll keep my eye open as well. There's in Switzerland, as I said, I'm 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 running a, a pedal arena with with eight courts. We're doing yeah. construction in July as well because our roof is too low and and we need to make higher roof and and so we're doing a big construction there. And I'm always in to getting 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 pedal pedal on there and more and more and more so i'll keep my yeah. ears and eyes open and if if i know anything i'll recommend you or or or, or i'll get in touch with myself but yeah if you, from your side if you have any projects in switzerland or if you will have any projects in switzerland and you need any kind of advice or whatever on how things work yeah. here in the country then we're happy to, to to support it as well yeah thank you very much for that fantastic awesome all right Thanks thank you lot, very man. much have a good one huh? yeah you too take care Ciao. see ya